Welcome to the Wrestling with the Champion podcast. We're your hosts, I'm Courtney. And I'm Matt. And today, for the first ever episode, we decided that we would just really talk about our favorite wrestlers from every era, just to kind of have you guys get an idea of, get to know us a little bit. Yeah, who we are and what we like and who we are not wrestling. Yeah, okay, so um, first, we're going to start with the golden era, which is when Wrestling really started to get popular from 1982 to 1993. So some of the notable wrestlers in that era were obviously Austin Royal, Hulk Hogan, Macho Man, and all that. Um, so Matt, who's your who's probably your favorite wrestler? Well, my favorite wrestler, like even when I think of wrestling, is probably Hulk Hogan. I mean, he was the face of wrestling. He really made it recognizable to everyone. And, I mean, his gimmick was just the most likable gimmick, especially at the time when, you know, it was all about America, and they would obviously put him up against guys that would be anti, and then you get like the crowd on his side pretty Like the easy. Iron Sheik and exactly. all that. <laughs> yeah. Like, how could you not at that point, like, like him? And, mm-hmm. I mean, in the ring, he was really charismatic. He knew how to get the crowd on his side. He knew what they liked to see, and he was just – when you think of, like, a wrestler and, like, even, like, the body and everything, that's what mm-hmm. you think of Hulk Hogan. Yeah. And but also another person I like to mention is Macho Man because he's right alongside there oh with. Yeah. yeah, I love Macho Man. Yeah. I he mean, and I feel like I kind of have to love him since we share the same birthday. And he's, like, the <laughs> only celebrity that I share a birthday with. It's just I have a special connection because of that. <laughs> well, he's, yeah, he's definitely one of the best. And his rivalry with Hogan and their their yeah. breakup too is pretty mega memorable. Powers breaking up with uh, Elizabeth in the room with them, which mm-hmm. is I like that a lot. And He's I mean, so dramatic, I love <laughs> it. Wrestling yeah. just then is so dramatic and like just it's it's so funny to like if you watch wrestling now, if you watch like WWE now or AEW or whatever you watch, and to go back to WWF at the time and it's in the eighties. And, like, they're doing all these small shows. And it's, like, the WrestleMania is in just, like, what an arena they would use for mm-hmm. Raw now, you and know? you got to think of, like, the WrestleManias now pack over, like, 100,000 people. And even in, uh, I believe it was one of the first WrestleManias. I don't have the actual number, but it was written. But it was a pretty high number. Uh, one of them, but not, the like, the first couple. But one of mm-hmm. them, I believe it was around, like, 60 or something thousand, that's big and for that wrestling was, even back then. that was record-breaking for them, mm-hmm. too. Um, I think, when I think of Golden Era, obviously I think my favorite has to be Ultimate Warrior. Even if he didn't have the best moveset, per se, mm-hmm. just his entrance. You hear that music, you're going to start running, no matter where you are. And you're going to get into that ring, and you're going to shake those damn ropes like mm-hmm. Randy Orton. Yeah. And he just, he was so charismatic. And, like... Okay, wait. I'm going to take a minute to pause this, but when we're talking about wrestling, because there's definitely people we're going to get into later in the eras, we're talking about their wrestling personas. We're not talking about how they were personally, because I've heard multiple stories about Ultimate Warrior that he was not the greatest guy in the world. Mm-hmm. And that can go with all these people that could have some type of, what's, what's the word, Con- controversy? Yeah. But that's just outside of it. When we're yeah. talking about them we're in the ring, how they, how they act feel. in the ring, yeah. their outside actions, I mean, matter in some cases. Oh, they absolutely matter. But we're talking about how they make us feel when we're watching wrestling mm-hmm. and, like, what we remember growing up. And we should also preface that we're not older people in any kind of way. 
I'm 19 and you're 20. 21. 21. Yeah, 19, 20. Yeah, I don't know how you. So we didn't grow up with a lot of this. This is a lot of stuff we've gotten from our parents showing us or we watching ourselves. Mm-hmm. So, but continuing with the golden era, um, I also think of Rowdy Roddy Piper. Yeah, definitely my favorite. One of the Bar. best shit talkers in the world. Still, well, R.I.P. Not still. Um, but like he was one of the first ones that I remember watching with my dad and my papa, and I remember like him like like. Something about him was just captivating. Captivating, I guess, is mm. the word. Like, just the way he, like, talked crap, I guess. Yeah, the thing I can't get over is that clip you showed me when he was uh, about oh to fight the junkyard dog. Yeah, oh no, God. it was it was Bad News Brown. Yeah, it was, it was News a, Brown. I can't remember the rest of the name of that, but he's literally <laughs> standing there in half blackface. And it's like, what? Like, and it's sad to think that that time, it wasn't crazy to do that. It was still wrong, but, like, to them, it wasn't as bad, I guess. And that's horrible. But, like, that I definitely, definitely do not agree with. I think that is horrible, and I was in shock when I saw that. But, I mean, besides that, he still was one of my favorites. And um, and just an extra name from that thing, um, from that era, not thing, um, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat and his rivalries and all that. And Jimmy Superfly Snooka. Like, Come on, him jumping from the, I think, pretty sure it's him jumping from the top of the cage to do his, um, what is it, what is it called? Oh my gosh. Oh my god, what is it called? Oh. This I is honestly off- forgot. This is awkward, okay. Um, and then obviously this is when Jake the Snake Roberts, who, have mm. you seen him now? Yeah. The DDT's been helping him and all that stuff. Oh my god, he looks so, he looks yeah, so Yeah, and healthy. I mean, he made that basically a, not made, but it was like one of the first people to actually do like a DDT too. Yeah, he was. I mean, I don't think he was the first ever, mm-hmm. but he was one of the first to truly really yeah incorporate it in his move. Yeah, and have it be his finisher. It's crazy now that a DDT is just a regular move now today. And we'll we'll get into that later with some more wrestlers. And then um, Andre the Giant. Yeah, I mean, when he got seen by Hogan, it's probably the most iconic moment you can think of in wrestling. Yeah, absolutely. Like he's just. And he's just seen as a normal guy. Mm. I don't know of any controversy with him. I don't know if that's true or mm. not. But just looking at him, he looks like a normal guy. And all I can think of is him in The Princess Bride. It's one of my favorite movies. And he just makes that movie so entertaining. And then a special one, which for me is a very special special one because it was my great-grandma's favorite wrestler, um, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Yeah, hey she was one of the first Royal Rumble too. Yeah, and which wasn't even a pay per view. It mm. wasn't just a TV event. I'm pretty sure. Man, Royal Rumble. That's crazy. <laughs> well, that's gonna do it for the golden era for us, mm-hmm. because like I said, we weren't alive back yeah. then. We weren't even well, thought about. Yeah, like not even in the gen- the uh, new generation era that they're about to talk about in March. Mm-hmm. But we do have some favorite wrestlers in this era as well. Not too familiar with it, but. Oh. Wait, it's also, by the way, New Generation Era, it's 1993 to 1997. And all these dates, and I mean years, not even dates, um, comes to me from Wikipedia, so there might be, like, discrepancy, and some people might think that it's, um, what's the word, that the years might be different, but well this is just what we're going off Even most of them, they seem like they would be the correct ones, because I do know certain years mm-hmm. of when they happen yeah. and stuff, but... 
once we get once uh now that we're at the new generation or whatever, you can go ahead and start with it, man. Who's your um, favorite? Uh, favorite mm-hmm. definitely has to be my boy Shawn Michaels. Uh, I just uh, Shawn Michaels is probably top like top three ever to wrestle for me, and I know that's probably the most basic answer to it. Um, cause this era I really don't know much about. Honestly, it's just for some reason when I was kind of thinking about my favorite wrestlers from this era, I drew the biggest blank. I literally only have Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels when I know there's more. No, no, no. Wait, I messed up. He's not my favorite. I forgot about Razor Ramon. He's your favorite. Razor Ramon is my yeah. fucking favorite because he just had the personality of like j- just such a fun dude and yeah, such a you gangster like him better dude. As Razor Ramon or because Scott I feel like Hall Scott Hall is who you think of when you think of him. Yeah, because you think of NWO, but I don't yeah. know. I think of him as, Ra- as Razor, honestly. Like, I think of his ladder match at WrestleMania. Was it WrestleMania? Yeah, with Shawn Michaels, the Intercontinental. That That's the one thing I put con- down. Like it's still considered one of the best ladder matches yeah, of all time. Yeah, we watched it in its entirety because we were wondering how good it was. And it was so a very good, good match, especially for at that point in wrestling. Mm-hmm. It but was just such a good but match. The thing with Razor Ramon is... um. The reason I like him better as Razor Ramon is because I think when he was Scott Hall in WCW, his personal life really started to bleed into mm-hmm. his wrestling career with his alcoholism and all that. So I just kind of, I just, Razor Ramon is just a, and he was also one of the first wrestlers that I remember really watching to, like from that, like not from that era, but my um dad had a bunch of tapes from that era that he would show me, and he was one of them that I would think of. Um, I also have Owen Hart. Mm-hmm. I really like Owen Hart as well. Well, I obviously do not know as much about him, and I also can't forget about oh what yeah. happened to Owen Hart. And it's still, it's still sad to think about today that that even happened. Yeah, you wouldn't even. Like that's he just was crazy how stuff like that can just happen out of nowhere. And we'll talk about more deaths obviously later, but the one thing about it, you you just gotta wonder. Where would his career be if he hadn't have passed away from that era? You know, he definitely would have already been in the Hall of Fame. Easily, and it sucks that he's not going to be in the mm-hmm. Hall of Fame because of his life, mm-hmm. which has, as a girlfriend and someone, I kind of understand that she believed that they failed him. Mm-hmm. Like I obviously really do believe mm-hmm. that. But at the same time, you can't blame her for some freak accident like that. Because they obviously I knew mean, what they were doing, and Shawn Michaels did it all the time, and you know, you know he's still here today, and Taker Undertaker would do it, yeah. and it's just something freak accidents and happen. It's a freak accident, but you also just kind of can't help but think that, like, in her eyes, he was supposed to be safe with them. Yeah. And he all, and I'm pretty sure I read this somewhere, and I can't really remember if it's true or not. Um, I think it was even said that he just didn't want to do it. Period, and that's mm-hmm. even worse. That like if he was forced to do it and that happened, but I ob- I think he absolutely deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, His family must 100%. be in the Hall of Fame, and I really hope he gets to see that one day. Um, you can go ahead and start your names out. Well, um, my names are basically the same as you. I put down here, Shawn Michaels is my favorite for one because of that ladder match with Razor Ramon, yeah. and, and I he mean he also had the best heel work. I know I put yeah like best heel especially after the. True job, like even like the that next night. That happened in '97. Yeah, that's we'll that, get, we'll that, inc- that, inc- inc- that includes the new generation. No, it happened at the beginning of the Attitude Era. Well, the end of the new generation. Okay, well, whatever. We'll, we'll well, disagree. Well, whatever, but <laughs> yeah, going on that uh, 
Like, even, like, the nights after that, like, he was heated up. He knew they hated him. He's just one of the best talkers in the industry still mm-hmm. today, even yeah. with the uh, Triple H 25th anniversary. Like, he still <laughs> got that it. Was like hilarious. I love it. Like, Sean's just one of the best. And in ring, and he think I think he's got probably the best super kick of all time, too. Obviously. And now everyone just copies and it. And, and like, I, like we said with um with Jake the Snake yeah, and the DDT. DDT. Everyone just does the super kick now, so it doesn't feel as special, sadly, which kind of sucks, but also his will always be the best super kick. I don't think anyone in the game has a better super kick than Sean. Me either. So I guess we can move on to the Attitude Era, which was from 1997 to 2002. This one, probably everyone's favorite era. I really don't see many other people kind of... I mean, this... And maybe Ruthless Aggression Era probably would be kind of a lot of people's eyes. Um, but Attitude Era, for me, um, a couple of my favorites would be the NWO from WCW. Um, I also have Kane. I was a really big Kane fan when I was yeah, little. Yeah, him and the, uh, the Royal Rumble one. That's when he first eliminated, like, I think it was 12 or 11 I people. Oh, it was crazy. And, that, and one, yeah, he had the right boot into Roman Beater mm-hmm. not too long too long ago i guess he beat it um but i also have the hardy boys i was a absolute fangirl for jeff hardy in particular and i still am and he still does this he's still hot as hell to me um and then as the dark horse and you're probably gonna laugh freaking shane mcmahon dude i love shane mcmahon like even though he was like the boss of stone like he could still wrestle and put it all on the line out there like, obviously, you got to think about in that match with, um, was it Steve Blackman? Yeah. That he climbs up the Titletron, I believe yeah, it was. Yeah, and, and fucking falls. Yeah, like, what and the then hell? you got to think about when Kurt tried to throw him through that last one, it didn't break. Mm-hmm. And then he had him do it again. That's just one of the things yeah, I think about. Yeah, and then fucking Vince is like, hey, dude, don't do that. <laughs> and Shane's like, whatever, I'll do it. I'll, I'll, Kurt, throw me through the glass again. Yeah, Shane's definitely one of the best Shane, of that era. I, I will defend Shane McMahon. And then I also have um, DX. You can't forget about DX. You know, mm. China, Triple H, Shawn Michaels, Road Dog, Jesse James, and Billy Gunn, a.k.a. Mr. Ass at the time, which still one of my favorite theme songs, honestly. Yeah, he's, so a, he's fun. He's a fun fun. character. Mm-hmm. And then I also have, um, obviously, obviously, probably should have been the first to mention, honestly, Stone Cold and The Rock. They they basically made it. Yeah, like when you think of it, you just that's who you think of. I don't yeah. know rivalries are just. And you also got to think at the time it was WWF versus WCW. Mm-hmm. And WCW was winning at the time. People literally thought WCW could probably beat WWF at the yeah. time. And then The Rock and Stone Cold brought it back. And the real turning point was when Mick Foley won the championship. Um, because I believe it was on an episode of Monday Night Nitro yeah. that Kevin Nash at the time was a champion, got the single pitch of doom, as I believe it's called, from Hulk Hogan, and collapsed, and Hulk won the title. Yeah, that was, wasn't that, uh, yeah, it was. I forgot. I was thinking of Jeff Jarrett, but I remember he came out. He fought for the title later that, that was, night. You're thinking of, I think you're, aren't you thinking of Bash of the Beach? Yeah, that's Nin- what I'm was thinking it about. Oh, my yeah, I can't remember, but when, uh... But, yeah, like, the commentators said, like,
like story of the fact that Mick Foley had won or something, and everyone just flipped the channel. And yeah. From then on, WWF was winning again. Yeah. Well, yeah, I just have all my favorite wrestlers. Like, obviously, number one, I have Stone Cold and The Rock and Triple H. I mean, the feud with Stone Cold and The Rock is just one for the ages. Like, mm-hmm. when yeah. you, nowadays, when people think of wrestling, that's what they think of. Oh, people yeah. with the, like the, the younger Yeho, crowd. Yeah. Yeah, that's what they think of. And, I mean, they're both good in the ring, too. They couldn't just, you know, just want not one of those guys that could just talk. They could back it up with mm-hmm. their performance yeah. in the ring. It was just, they were, they like I said, they turned the tide. They yeah, were that's, yeah, they're definitely the reason that WWF did beat WCW mm-hmm. and ended up buying them out. Yep, and then, um, obviously, we talked we talked about him just a second ago, Mick Foley. Because, I mean, Mick Foley just... Period, man, dude. He was, he was crazy. Yeah, he didn't care. Fucking getting thrown anything. off the top of the Hell in a Cell, through that table, and then getting right back up after telling people telling him mm-hmm. not to. And the Triple H match getting. Uh, was that? I don't know if that was Ellsworth or not. I was thinking about that too. The spear spot. Yeah, that was. I was think that was midpoint in the LTL. I could have sworn it was later. And he, uh, he had the thumb thumbtack to the eyes. Oh God, he was. Almost to the eye. <laughs> Mick Foley is li- you looking at him, you would think he wouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. But then you look at all his death matches he's had before, and then his time in ECW and all that, and he was getting the ass beat yeah. a bunch. He was handing out ass whooping too, honestly. Yeah, he was he was crazy. Definitely one of the best and parts of it. And then at, um, going off of um, the Hardy Boys as well, we obviously have to talk about the Dudleys and Edgy Christian, who invented the TLC, TLC match had some of the best TLC matches that I still don't think have ever been wrestling, honestly. Yeah, I used to love to watch, uh, I have the uh, DVD of their greatest ladder matches, yeah. and I always, mm-hmm. they're on there obviously like three or four like times. Like the spear, yeah, Edge the gets sh- his, with his sh- death hanging. Yeah, Jeff hanging off there, and the spear, and Jeff jumping off the ladder onto the tables, and oh through God. ladders, like and I said, jumping Jeff off everything. Jeff like was the Hardys are probably my favorite tag team of uh, the Altiera, era, but easy, easy. Edge and Christian were definitely there. And and I, w- I want to go off of Edge and Christian. You're probably going to hate me for saying this. What about the brood? I fucking love the brood. Yeah, I don't know much about them, so I can't say much. Their went so hard for no reason. That shit was fire. And then gang, you can't tell me Gangrel coming out and spitting blood everywhere wasn't dope. If you like the green mist, you have to like the blood. But how long was he around for? And I feel like he just held the Edge and Christian back. You like also think, wasn't the Hardys part of the brood for a little bit too? Like I they like so. pret- like Ganger betrayed Edge and Christian or mm-hmm. something. I have to, I gotta find that live footage. I don't remember again. that. And then obvi- um, also after WCW went out of business and they switched over to WWF, some of the wrestlers um, such as Booker T, Chris Jericho, well, Chris Jericho had an amazing debut. Yeah, dude, his debut is still one of the best ones. I don't think anyone has had a better debut. I don't know. There's been some pretty good ones. But we can get into that another time. And then we also can't forget some of the women. Yeah. So we have women such as my favorite woman wrestler, Lita. The, um, Lita's just... Another team extreme. She Lita's always been... If I was to ever get into wrestling... She would be one of the main people I would want to mentor me, period. I love Lita. And we also love Trish. Trish Stratus, man. Just women's bestie. Yeah, that is she a was very one of the stark. F- 
she was one of the few that wanted i feel like really wanted the women to kind of get a chance yeah because back then i mean obviously like you know honestly like i mean women at the time they they were good but besides trish and lita i mean honestly the talent wise Compared to the day is talent. I mean, compared to the day, we got Becky and Charlotte. Like I feel like they, (laughs) like, and then we have who back then? uh, Molly Holly, Ivory. Yeah, but in the ring, I mean, they didn't get much time. But like, I didn't see very much light. Yeah. And then we have you know a little later, uh, not being mean, but like talent even in like the Divas era and stuff like Alicia Fox and. Like those are those I are just some bad women. I don't care what anybody says. Alicia Fox can sell like a mother. But yeah, women—they definitely took the charge, and women's wrestling is definitely at its high ever in yeah. WWE with them. But but okay, well, does that bring that into the Attitude Era? Yeah, I think we pretty much summed it up with Stone Cold and The Rock. Honestly, but we could have stopped after those two names. And then we're on to personally one of my favorite, Who the, the Ruth Who ruthless, ruthless, ruthless. One of my favorite lines ever From by my favorite, favorite wrestler? wrestler ever. And obviously m- my favorite wrestler of the Ruthless Aggression era is John Cena. He's basically what got me into wrestling. And yeah. whether you love him or you hate him, you can't say he didn't do he's one of the yeah. probably the most. Ta- uh Without him, wrestling would not be where it is. Yeah, he's probably Shut has up. the most charisma than anyone ever. He basically, I mean, he made that era, and he was mm-hmm. the start of another era. Like, he was just in, I mean, he's and still around today. I mean, and he's, he's just literally like such a workhorse. He's such a good wrestler, too, you know? Like, you can't look at John Cena wrestling and tell me that he's not, he's not good, because he is. He yeah. honestly. Like, people around, like, How you many know times have you wanted to F you, one of your friends growing up, you know? Mm-hmm. You wanted to. Yeah, and I mean. Obviously, people started, like, hating mm-hmm. and stuff, but he just took it, I mean, and just ran he with it. Like, yeah. even no matter who he was fighting, they would either say, you know, let's go Cena or Cena sucks. It's one or the other. They and wouldn't still, even care about the other guy. Yeah. They would ch- literally just would look at themselves. John. So, I mean, mm-hmm. John was doing something, right? He was supposed to be a face, but ended up being kind of like a face, I mean, and to some people, a heel because of how much they didn't like I him. I would love... I would have loved to see him as a heel again. I understand why they did it. Mm-hmm. He made too much money with kids and all that. But, like, imagine the heel turn he could have had. Yeah, that would have been nice. Like but, I mean, there's still time. I mean, uh, uh, you got to see. I don't see you him coming back. You got to see, I mean, the I shape don't. he's in. I mean, he's, he's in great shape. Great Actually, shape. His hair is not, but he is. Yeah, but he is. Um, what was I saying? Oh. Who's your favorite? Uh, my favorite is going ooh I don't know see because ruthless aggression era is when I first ever remember watching it I really think of Undertaker in that era too yeah Ministry of Darkness Taker no this oh, two thousand no this I was uh two thousand two two thousand eight so this was like this was Phenom and uh what you call it um, my favorite Taker yeah. I, I'm pretty sure my favorite Taker was earlier than this no I'm pretty sure he was about two thousand three. Okay, for people who do not know, and I'm prob- this is probably going to be the point where people look at me like I'm crazy. My favorite Undertaker will always be American Badass Undertaker. That's a lot, you can't a lot of people. You can't favorite. tell me him riding down the ramp on that motorcycle 
wasn't the dopest fucking thing in the world because it was. But are you looking it up? Yeah, I'm looking it up. Yeah, I want. I'm pretty sure he I was at. Make sure. I'm pretty sure it was because I. And I remember it being 2003. It was 2000. He d- okay, it was I 2000. Knew, I knew we had forgot we'll to mention. We'll about him. like 2004 is when he was a dead man again. Yeah, so, I mean, it because was he was. It was kind of. He in was buried alive, wasn't he? To he was buried alive in that buried alive match with un, um Miss Mr. McMahon. Yeah, and but fucking Kane came out. Buried alive by Kane, but technically Vince did win the match. So. Yeah, but I can't believe fucking Vince McMahon's in a buried alive match. Um, but honestly, probably one of my favorite wrestlers, and I hate I hate saying that he's one of my favorite wrestlers. I honestly do because the shit he's done pisses me off on another extreme. One of my favorite wrestlers is Crystal. And I hate it. I hate that he's one of my favorites. You know, if someone, honestly, if other people ask me, I normally don't have to say his name. But yeah, like I mean, honestly, like, in the ring and everything, he was amazing. He was amazing. He was great on the mic, but, I mean, I just can't forgive what he you did. You can. You can never like, forgive. Like, people saying, like, he should be in the Hall of Fame, there's mm-hmm. no way. That would no. destroy their reputation. Absolutely even not. Like his it best wouldn't even be morally right to Even his real-life best friends say no, yeah, he shouldn't. Yeah, Dean Malenko <laughs> says no, Chavo says no. Because, I mean, you're basically, I mean, they don't want to admit it, but you're kind of, like, promoting, like, yeah, you're he glorifying was. glorifying the killer. Yeah, like. Yeah, no I point mean, about it. Like, and like, like I said, I hate mentioning it because when I watch his matches, I love how he works, you know? Mm-hmm. He has an amazing moveset. And what's the worst is that you can't, you. They basically, I mean, they took away the moment of him and Eddie because, I mean, because it's just something they can't did. show anymore. That is and that's an iconic that moment. That you can't show that because of what At he WrestleMania did. At WrestleMania 20, Chris turning around to see Eddie mm-hmm. and them crying in the ring because they both literally never thought they would be main event players. Yeah, and the only moment did. you get now is was still a great moment was when Eddie pinned Brock. Who I mean, yeah, you can't take away Eddie's mm-hmm. thing. And 2004 is my favorite Rumble, which he won. Yeah. Because it's just such a good Rumble And period. now they have to, I mean, skip it when they're showing all the Royal Rumbles because of and who he and is. And, and, and it makes me so mad to think about it. It makes me so angry to think about the people. Mm-hmm. Like, and especially us having a daughter, having a, have a little baby. Yeah. To do that to your fucking child. I mean, I understand, like, all the stuff wrong with him. Like, you know, yeah, maybe I he couldn't. I understand it could have been CTE. It could have even been fucking steroids. We will really honestly probably never know. But that I don't care what his excuse was. I don't mm-hmm. care if it wasn't him in the moment. He did it. He will not ever be in the yeah. Hall of Fame. And people are just going to fucking shut up and do it. Yeah, honestly. which is crazy. But then, I mean, now we can get to uh, probably one of the other best wrestlers. We can get to Eddie. Viva la Banda. Yeah, he was, he was something else in the ring. And even yeah. like on the mic, he is so funny. Oh, he was so him and Ray funny. had some really good matches and too. I'm gonna I'm gonna straight up admit it. One of my f- also one of my favorite um, ladder matches is the custody of Dominic ladder yeah, match. From it was it was Eddie's at SummerSlam, wasn't it? Was it? I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah. When him and Ray fought for mm-hmm. custody of fucking little little Dominic. Yeah, and when uh, Vicky missed her cue and when he just starts getting he pissed yeah, off. Yeah, he yells he yells what the <laughs> fuck? Oh, it's so funny. Oh, I love it. Um, and then also some other wrestlers. We also forgot to talk about Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Who I will still defend to the day. Even wrestling now when he's a part-timer. Still one of the best wrestlers. Yeah, like he draws ever. the most views when he comes. I mean, he knows yeah, what he's doing. Pe- people shit on him for being a part-timer. But honestly, like, fucking he, deal he, with it. Like, <laughs> yeah. he would just if 
they would complain that he's there all the time if he showed up every Monday yeah, or if every pay per view. It's just like Roman him. and John, yeah, how people they loved him at first. Once wrestling <laughs> fans get what they want, they turn on what they want. Yeah, just like it Seth Rollins. Every time, and I don't care who you are. You've done it. You, yeah. I've done. I know for a fact I've done. I know for a fact I wanted Becky to win the championship so badly mm-hmm. at WrestleMania, but now I'm kind of kind of getting a little sick of her. I'm not gonna lie. She's still great, and I yeah. still love her, but I'm kind of getting sick of the championship run now. But we'll get into that later. And then we also have Evolution. Yeah, Evolution is a big Randy thing. Randy Orton, Batista, Rusev. and Ric Flair. The returns. The first one on Randy. One of the best songs, probably, of. Dude, I love that song so much. I hate how he says evolution in it, but it's so good. And then, I mean, them just turning on Orton, and then Batista turning on Triple H and Oh, yeah, Rick that was Flair. great. That was, was great. a great promo. I love Let's that. Let's see who else we have here. Um, I have I have HBK and Taker again. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're like basically in, like, in they're like in four eras, four or five. Dude, Undertaker's still doing it yeah, after WrestleMania 36. Okay, and then I also have as a last one Edge. I feel like um, Ruthless Aggression has been really Edge came into his own because mm-hmm. he's someone that's both a great tag team artist and also just such a great solo artist. You know, you think yeah. of his Money in the Bank Championship and his cash in on John Cena as the first ever cash in, honestly, for mm-hmm. Money in the Bank. I mean, a lot of people think of him as a singles competitor more than a tag, yeah. honestly. We also gotta um think of his. Um, live sex show celebration with Lita, <laughs> yeah. which was very awkward to watch as a kid yeah, with your parents in the room. Like, what's going on? Um, your <laughs> parents are like, okay, kids, bedtime. Dude, I remember being so confused and then rewatching it years later when I was old enough and being like, what the hell? They left this on TV? Yeah, how'd they get away with it? I that? still don't know how they kind of got away with it, honestly. That was the worst thing. And I was someone who found, found Edge and Lita very attractive. <laughs> But for some reason, it was not an attractive sex show. It's very weird. Very weird. Um, so I guess we can get right into the PG era, which mm-hmm. is from 2008 to 2014. Um, PG era is obviously where they stopped a lot of the cussing they were doing. And they stopped, um, I believe they even stopped blading, which is when they would cut their foreheads to make them mm-hmm. bleed in the matches. Which obviously you think of Eddie Guerrero when yeah. he split his forehead. And I think he busted an artery or something. I'm not sure exactly. He busted something. Yeah, it, was like it, was, it was against JBL, wasn't it? Or am I thinking of John? I think it was John when John was dripping with blood all around his I face against JBL. I could have sworn was fighting JBL, too. Maybe Probably. I don't know. J- he, JBL fought everybody. That's another person to mention. Mm-hmm. JBL from, um, what was his tag team? The Acolytes, APA. Yeah. I'm back. I'm good. Okay, so into PG era. Obviously, the first name is obviously Triple H again, which I believe he kind of stopped wrestling for a bit to become CEO. Yeah, for a little COO. bit, I believe. And he was getting, I mean, old. He was. But, I mean, he around. Still, he still brings it. He was one of his, I mean, best years. I mean, in like 2008, 9, and 10. Mm-hmm. Those yeah. were, I mean, he was still in his prime. Oh, he's still in, I feel like he's, I'm, I'm not in his prime, but he's like right coming down from there. Yeah. Um, but I also have CM Punk, yeah. which you you don't like CM Punk. No, not personally. Like I think his ending was okay, but 
I mean, honestly, he's definitely one of the best on the mic ever. I mm-hmm. mean, people still want him back, and they, I mean, they love him. He had a really good WWE championship run. He did. He and really did. Just I to th- lose it to The Rock. Yeah, and The Rock. I do That's like that The Rock did come back and have that uh, once in a lifetime twice with yeah, John Cena. Yeah, why would you call it once in a lifetime if you just plan to have we it the next year? We had to see how much money the first one would bring in and, mm-hmm. and, uh, and a lot, and it was well, like one more time. It should have been once in a lifetime Maybe. sequel. <laughs> Maybe once in a lifetime. We'll see, depending on Prob- how much money you make from not. this. Probably and, not. And uh, the feud with John it, Cena. Didn't it main event both years, too, which is... Yeah. That's the worst part. Isn't and then uh, I have here that John Cena and Randy, around 2009, yeah. they had some really they good. They had some of the best rivalries. Yeah, and that's when Randy was mostly champion around 2009. And, and I'm pretty ball. sure he won and the he Rumble in 2009. We, You know what we did? Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, and then you 2008 know what we was John. You, don't, you know what we didn't mention? What? Uh, we didn't mention fucking um, Legend Killer Randy Orton, which... I'm really digressing. Oh, yeah, I didn't. Legend Killer was so dope. I wish to God he'd bring that back. Who all did he take out? He took took out out Dusty Rhodes. Dusty Rhodes, Rick. Was it Jerry Lawler, too? Yeah, Mae Young. He took out, like, He took out everyone. Vince, I think? Didn't he take out Vince, He probably did. I think so. I mean, why wouldn't he? I mean, everyone takes out Legend Killer Randy was so cool and probably still is one of my favorite Randy one we've had. Way know. better than stupid authority, Randy. God, the authority. Oh, I'll, we'll get into that in a minute. God, the authority. Oh, no, we're in PG era. We should. No, that's next era. Never no, mind. this is uh 2014 was uh the, the year of like of the, the shield. Uh, and it was the very beginning. It was the uh, year of uh, where Batista won the Rumble and then Daniel Bryan won at WrestleMania. Yeah, that was such a good fucking year. I, I wonder if that was probably the start of reality era, which is the next era. Yeah, we won't get into that very much. No, because this is very short, but we'll get into that when we get to it. But um, PG era, I also think of AJ Lee. Yeah. I just loved AJ Lee. She was so crazy then. This is like the beginning, well, towards the end of the PG era. And Paige. Towards the end of the PG era was when women really started like show out. But it was towards the end of it. And Mm -hmm. I'd say like 15, 16 was like. We need to get them with yeah. some more show I time. think a lot of people credit Paige as the start yeah, for the women's NXT. movement. And I completely agree with that. But also, part of me really um, believes it also started with AJ. Yeah. I think AJ is also a big part And the Bellas. You can't think of I Bellas. mean, AJ and women will come next year. Mm-hmm, yeah. And then you look I like the Bellas. I don't care what people say. Yeah. I think they deserve their spot in the Hall of Fame, though. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, towards whatever. the very end of the PG era, obviously their main roster debuted The Shield. Oh, I, I mean, love they were the awesome. I still their match the with, uh, who was it, Daniel Bryan, Kane, and Ryback. Ryback. I hate I Ryback. I know, dude, dude. He's that's not a good wrestler. What, that should be that should be a podcast, uh, one of the next podcast episodes, Wrestlers We Hate. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, it definitely will be because, I mean, Everyone likes to see that. Yeah, I mean, obviously, that's going to be a constant thing on Monday Night Raw. Um, I also put Kofi. Yeah, Kofi. Jamaican Kofi. Yeah, and then his rivalry with Orton was a good one. Yeah, stupid. It it basically started that, and then Mm -hmm. later when Kofi was actually champion. Ah, I can't wait to get into that Mm -hmm. one. Um, I also have John Morrison. I don't I remember much about him back then. I love John Morrison. I was so excited to see John Morrison. I'm still so excited to see John Morrison. 
Anthony. Yeah, he's having a really good run right now. I like him. Dude, he's still so hot. He got hotter. He really got hotter. Okay. Um, and then I put Dolph. I feel like a lot of people sleep on Dolph Anthony. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy because I also see a lot of people love him. I think Dolph was amazing. Yeah, definitely back then. Like when he cashed in his money in the bank, that was with AJ and Biggie. That was really good. He got a huge pop. Before I think before Seth cashed in at WrestleMania, that was considered yeah the best cash in at the time. Yeah, but and then obviously Sheamus as well. Sheamus, yeah, he uh especially his um what was it six seconds win over Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania? Was it six or seven seconds? It might have been a little bit longer because Daniel went in for the kiss of AJ, kissed yeah, him, and turned around, automatically bro kicked. kicked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I loved Sheamus back then. Even when he won, uh, was it at the end of 2009, I believe it was at TLC, that he won the tables match against John Cena to become the WWE champion? Mm-hmm. That's when he first started Dude, getting like, his that's run. It. That was also um, when I was talking about Ruthless Aggression earlier is when I really started watching it again. I also, um, probably around the end of it, 2008-ish, is when I kind of stopped for some reason. Yeah, I stopped for a little while when I was just I did too. still in high school and stuff. No, I came back in 2012 with smack dab in the middle of PG era. And I returned specifically, and I will always remember it, on the episode of Raw when Brock Lesnar comes yeah, back. Yeah, when he came back and and after his UFC. And, like, at that point, I was like, oh, I got to get back into this. And I've been on and off since then, and I think I got really back on when you and me started dating. Yeah. And I came over one day, and your dad was watching it. And I was like, whoa, I used to watch this, and I sat down and watched it. Big WWE fan. We, I mean, ever since then, I mean, watch it every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Yeah, we watch every, we don't miss a pay-per-view, nothing. Um, And we would love to get it going one day, hopefully. Um, Together. So I guess we can shift into the reality era, which is a very short one for some yeah, reason. Yeah, it was like, what, two years? 2014 to 2016. I don't really understand why it was the reality era. It was basically. Probably all the reality rea- shows. It was basically uh, the era of Roman. <laughs> Honestly, you you're not what wrong. What was it? Did he wrest- uh, headline 15, oh, 16, 17, and 18's WrestleMania? Or was it? I think so. Which WrestleManias <laughs> was it? I know it started in 15, I believe. Because 15, he won the Rumble, didn't he? Yeah, he won the Rumble in 15, and that was the same WrestleMania that uh, so Sting, yeah, I think you're right. Sting and Triple H had. Mm, I'm still so mad how they did Sting there. Mm. How how you going to bring Sting but back and have see, him just I leave? didn't watch WWE about this time, but going back and seeing stuff, mm-hmm. uh, matches and promos and stuff. I, mean I love Heel Suck. Yeah, Heel Suck is probably amazing. best run. Mm-hmm. I mean, like him cashing in on Roman at WrestleMania. At WrestleMania. First ever like cash in at WrestleMania, too. Like, it's probably it's the best cash in of all time. And yeah, I, yeah, so I think of Seth. I think of basically the whole Shield during that time. Yeah, I Dean, even think of Dean New and Day. Seth had a great little rivalry at the time, too. Yeah. After Seth betrayed them. Yeah, and I even think of New Day. That's when they were um, heels, I believe, at the beginning. Yeah, that's when they first came back. I yeah, mean, that comeback debuted everything. Yeah. They were all really over New Day. Dude, New Day will go down as Hall of Famers. Easily. There's no doubt in my mind. I definitely say first running them back. Like, they're, they could, I feel like they could Eight headline Eight-time champions it. now, longest ever tag team champions. Dude, I think they only have to get one more. Because didn't the Dudleys have nine? I believe the Dudleys had nine, the Hardys had eight. 
So it's had Ooh, so it's had yep. Yeah, I forgot about the Hardys winning it again. Yeah. Um, and then let's see, Dan O'Brien. I think at this time yeah. wasn't it wasn't he just getting ready to retire? I can't remember. I, I feel like it was getting ready to retire, but this was, I mean, these were his years. Like, he was uh, the top. Mm-hmm. Everyone loved him. Dude, Daniel, yes movement. Still to this day is a big thing. Daniel, I th- it made me glad, really happy to see Daniel kind of, it kind of like honestly reminded me, sadly, of Benoit. Because mm-hmm. I feel like their styles were just so similar for some reason. Yeah, um, they have a real wrestling and they're both They were both style. technicians, yeah. I believe and it was it 20, 2016, maybe, maybe next year. Was when he retired? Re- retired. Yeah, so he right. did it, like, I believe it was at the beginning, like, February. Mm-hmm. So, like, it was the beginning of, the, like, last year of the reality era, yeah. you could call it. And then. So, I mean, those were his, and the Shield, and I feel like New Day's years. Yeah. And, yeah, I can't, I can't for the life. Like I said, this is, at the time, I hadn't really watched it during much of this time either i just was so busy with personal issues at the time um so i really like i have to kind of go back on re-watching pay-per-views or re-watching raw and smackdown at the time and at the time i also did not watch nxt yeah me either we really didn't get into nxt so until this about was like what was happening ago. in nxt wasn't finn in at this time finn i around believe 15 kevin owens Sami Zayn, finn, owen zane neville Sasha, Charlotte, Bailey. Okay, and I guess that brings us into the new era, which is definitely, we started rewatching it in about 2018 together. Yeah. So we got the last two years of the reality era, which is, was from 2016, then um, 2020. Yeah. So, um. And then now we have a, uh. Apparently, well, I just saw a cinematic era, which is starting just now, right after WrestleMania 36. Which makes 36. sense because of the WrestleMania 36 yeah. Boneyard match and just the entire... I, I mean, I guess we could kind of just group those together right now because cinematic era technically happened the way I would have yeah. thought of it. But who do you have a favorite wrestler um, uh, from 16 r- to now? Right now, I'm just going to say right now, like mm-hmm. when I watch wrestling today. today, like I look forward to this wrestler every week. Adam Cole, baby. Baby. Bay. I, something about Adam Cole just, and even, reminds I mean just me the so much of AEW. Yeah, even him and just the whole Undisputed, undisputed Era. Undisputed period. Kyle O'Reilly is the funniest dude I've seen in a long yeah, time. They're, they're and just so Matt good. Riddle. Let's, let, let's do it. Before we talk about our Raw and SmackDown favorites, let's talk about NXT period. Because we are big NXT fans Yeah, we now. love NXT. We went from never really watching it to not, like, not really caring about it to we watched one episode and we were hooked. Yeah, instantly. I mean. The amount of talent on that show for it to be the undeveloped, um. Developmental. I don't know why I said underdevelopmental. <laughs> um, to be that brand, which I honestly do not see how. No, now they're part of the big three. Like, they even yeah. won the Survivor Series. So, I'd say my series. favorite wrestlers in NXT, I mean, oh. obviously Adam Cole. Mm-hmm. They even have, uh, I really like, uh, oh, what's his face? Uh, Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle Keith and Lee. Tommaso Johnny. Oh, Tommaso. I don't even, I don't so even know how I watched Tommaso. it until the Tommaso first. I mean, he's a, was the face. 
Now I believe that Faith of NXT is the undisputed era. Oh, absolutely. But yeah, I believe that's why I think of Matt Riddle and Pete Dunne, who mm-hmm. right now are tag team champions, even though um, Thatcher, Timothy Thatcher, Timothy Thatcher yeah. is um, subbing in for Pete right now because of travel issues due to COVID. Um, but one of my fav- my favorite wrestlers from NXT, probably based on just in-ring performance and everything, I feel like it's just got to go to Johnny. He's just done it for Johnny's so long, so and good. he, I mean. I think he really needed this heel turn he's got going yeah, on Yeah, him and Candice, I mean, oh, I match l- recently. I love His match with Dominic was really good, and all he can mm. forget all of his fights with Tommaso. Mm-hmm. I mean, they all were five-star matches. I mean, Easily. it was so good. He's got, I think he's got, I, I saw it on Twitter, and, and I wish I would have saved it. It was, he's got four five-star matches at TakeOver, I believe, and two of them is with Tommaso, mm-hmm. and the one's, no, no they had the one with Andrade. Two's with Adam Cole, one's with Tommaso, one's with Andrade, I believe yeah. it was. I don't really remember. I'll have to check it. Um, but we also got to think about the women. So we have EO, who I think is very underrated. Rhea. Um, Rhea. Charlotte's champ right yeah, now. Yeah, Charlotte. Ten-time champ Charlotte. Um, ooh, why can I not think of anybody from NXT right now? I was going to say Bianca Belfort. She's she up on the Raw with, with the Street, street Profits. Profits. That's a tag team I really like watching, too. Yeah, they're fun. they're fun. I guess we can just get into Raw and SmackDown now. Okay. Um, oh, we forgot about Keith Lee. Oh, yeah. Woof woof. NXT North American champion. I think so. His battles with Dominic. Oh, Dominic Dominic. His battles so with Priest. Good. I mean, they were just so I good. I also really think they need Priest to talk more, too. Yeah, I think he His will. voice is so soothing. I want him to read more books. I think he'll definitely do something once his time comes. Well, let's get into Raw and SmackDown now. Um... SmackDown are all first. Yeah, we'll just group them together because I honestly goop them. Did I say <laughs> goop them? Group them together. Okay. What about, no, just, you know the people. I'll tell you if they're not. What about SmackDown? Who's your SmackDown, favorite? SmackDown, um, I really like Elias. Elias? I ha- and I know, like, people are going to think that's, like, such a weird pick. I don't know. Elias has such a good personality. Yeah, like, I, pers- I, f- I don't know. He's just. Charisma. What am I trying to say right Charisma. now? Charisma. I think so. And we we love Baron Corbin on the show. Yeah, I think Corbin's just... Corbin is such a great heel. Yep. And I don't care if you hate him, because guess what? That's part of him being a heel. That's if exactly you hate what him. he wants you to do. Like yeah, the, I like mean, JBL said, like, if you're a heel and everyone like you likes you, you're not doing it right. Yeah. Because you're you're supposed to get everyone to hate you, and that's what he has done. Yeah. Um, and then... Roman. I mean, how can we forget about the fiend? I was just about to say Bray the Wyatt, fiend, dude. Bray the Wyatt, the best gimmick I think in today, years. easily years. in years, ten years maybe. So the character and the story behind the fiend is is so well thought. Not out. to mention how he gets you so invested in the. And he's so scary looking because I'm a big horror movie fan. I'm a huge horror movie fan, and his mask was made by. Tim Hodder, who I love Tim Hodder's work. To find that out was amazing. You can kind of just tell looking at his mask Mm -hmm. and how beautifully created it is. Okay, let's see. Who else is from SmackDown that we can think of? Bailey. Bailey and Sasha right now. Miz and Morrison. Hey, hey, ho, ho. (laughs) Miz and Morrison. Johnny Drip Drip. (laughs) What's Miz's? I think it's MC Miz. It's something like that. MCMIZ, I think it is. MCMIZ. It's something literally so and crazy. And um, who else we got on SmackDown right now? Um, 
at the moment. With the Intercontinental Champion, Sami Zayn. Yeah, Sami Zayn. Shinsuke. It's about Cesaro. damn time Sami Zayn got a champion. Drew Gulak, Daniel Bryan. Okay, to go back. Otis, back the Money in the Bank winner. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. Um, Let's rewind back to Cesaro. Mm-hmm. Why the hell is he not a world champion? I think he definitely it will. So I think he'll, angry. like I said, he'll be like Kofi. I think. He will be in there so long where they're basically like, we have to give him for being with us this whole time. He's such a good in-ring competitor, and he can carry matches like nobody else, you know? He is definitely. Like, I think of— Jeff just made his debut against Cesaro. I'm really pissed because Jeff Hardy said that he was bringing back no more words, and he did I think he will debut when the fans can come back after all this crap's over. I hope so, because I'm pissed off that he didn't. We're gonna go over to Raw. We're yeah. probably missing so many that we love, honestly. Yeah. And we're gonna get so mad. But like with NXT, I forgot about Finn Balor. I yeah, love Finn, Finn Balor. And Walter, if he Wal- includes TK. Volta. Walter. Okay, let's go to Raw. Who um, is your favorite in Raw? Drew. Drew. I love Drew. Drew McIntyre. He's probably my favorite at the moment. Even I love Seth's new heel turn. I love it. I he wish, wish. It just guy. really sucks that Liv, he got hurt. Oh, yeah, I it know. It just sucks. And where did Buddy go? He just had a match with uh, Drew. Oh, yeah. Drew Lockman there, but. I would have thought he came out with Bobby Lashley. Yeah. Buddy Murphy's also a really good in-ring yeah, competitor. Yeah, Buddy and United States Champion Andrade. Andrade. Also, Andrade. we have Austin Humberto Theory. Angel. Angel. I've said it a couple of times while watching Raw. Angel Alistair. Garza. I love Alistair. Angel Garza really intimidates Rara, and I don't know why. It's yeah, just something he's got about the charisma him. And everything. Yeah, it's just something about him just reminds me of Eddie, and I love it. I love it. So we got, like you said, Alistair. Um, Ray. Ray. AJ Styles. Mm-hmm. Is AJ Styles. Well, I don't know if Ray and Alistair count anymore. They're both dead. Oops. Thanks <laughs> to them. <laughs> so, um, Becky Lynch. Yeah. Oscar. Oscar, Money in the oh, Bank I winner. Shayna, so Nia. Who else? Uh, I don't want to put Nia in there, but I'm going to ask you. I'm just naming people now. I'll straight up admit it. I don't want to put Nia in there. Uh, I really can't think of anything right now. I'm drawing the biggest blank in the world right now. Street Profits and the Viking Raiders. Oh, Viking Raiders are so good. Mm-hmm. See, and that's something I'm pissed And even, with uh, I really like this new tag team of Cedric and Ricochet. I do, too. I was really They're mad. They're both really good. Because they really were just kind of throwing away Cedric and Ricochet for mm-hmm. a little bit. And they both, both very talented wrestlers. I mean, besides having that loss last week against Brendan Link and Shane Thorne, who I hate Shane Thorne. Wait, they lost? Yeah, but, <laughs> uh, which is okay, I feel like, because, I mean, they are getting mentored it's by. It's okay. They're getting mentored by MVP. But okay, I do think whatever. Cedric, Cedric, and, Cedric and Ricochet already b- beat them once. So I think after this, they might be in the tag team picture or for the uh, titles. Mm-hmm. I definitely see it. They're too talented not to be. Yeah. Um. I just, honestly, um, I guess like the last kind of question we can ask right now before we end the podcast. Um, what would you consider your favorite era to be? Yeah, that's a big question. Which. Specifically, we get a lot of, lot of Attitude Era, but... Sometimes, I love the Ricochet Lashley era. 
I really do. Because that's just the first era that I really, really do remember sitting down and watching Monday Night Raw for, you know? And the brand split, and then they started fighting. It's like, I just, I love Ruthless Aggression. I have so much memories memories with it. And also, I just, uh. I have also have the biggest, okay, I'm going to talk, I'm going to tell a little funny story about this. I I think I've told you this. I believe it was Attitude Era or Ruthless Aggression. What year? It was Ruthless Aggression. It was when Taker came back again. And he was having the whole feud with Kane. It was when they, ca- I believe, I believe they carried out the casket mm-hmm. of Undertaker for Kane. I don't remember if that was before or after WrestleMania. I can't remember. It was something like that. I remember watching it because at the time, I think I was like four, five, or six. I was young. Mm-hmm. I remember literally screaming and crying and running out of the room. Because it scared the fuck out of me. I feel like everyone's like that. Like Undertaker, when they're little, you're like, oh dude, my god, who's this big old dude? Taking them out in a casket was so scary to me. And his music. His music was scary, too. Like, it's something Gong. I would. Gong. It's something I would literally think would play at my house. You know, like, Never as you're waiting it. to go into a haunted house, they're playing Undertaker's music. And I think they have, actually. Also, uh. Trying to break in. Also, another question. I mean, just who's your favorite wrestler? I mean. Of all time. Just like of all time. Number one favorite wrestler? Um, oh, wow, that one's hard. Oh, God, that one's hard. Um, God, um, it's... God, I don't know. It's probably going to have to be... I don't know. Stone Cold? No, no. Really? No, I love Stone Cold, but he's not my guy. It's probably Triple H. Triple H. It's either Triple H or Edge. They're or H2K. They're all very, very close to each other. Okay. What about you? Hogan? I think it's obviously who's mine. Oh, John Cena. John. I, I remember mean, we went. I remember when they came here for a live show and John was fighting Corbin. Yeah, my boy. And you flipped. I you were so excited. I to know see him. he was awesome, but uh, and just for you guys, uh, I'd like to know who y'all's favorite wrestlers are yeah, and like get an idea of who we're gonna speak to and. Like just um, who your favorite from each generation, or just favorite wrestler period, modern, past, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Like we're just very interested, and we're really excited to do this podcast for you guys honestly. It's mm-hmm. something we we really bond with wrestling a lot. Yeah, we've been thinking about it for a while, and we just finally started doing. Fin- I finally got the equipment working. Is what we're really talking about this week. Yeah, and we really hope that you guys uh, watch our podcast. We'll be putting them out. Uh, a lot soon. <laughs> what? I said you mean listen. Listen. Whatever. Hopefully we'll get to a point where they can literally watch the yeah. podcast. I would love that. Um, but we're gonna probably head out in a second. Um, so follow us on our Instagram at Wrestling with the Smiths Podcast. Um, our personal is personal Instagrams and Twitter are in that description as well. Um, and. We're going next week's episode be. Do you have an idea? We're not sure. We do know our first pay per view is going to be No Way Out 2001. Yeah, we should probably mention that. We're going to be doing videos like this where we talk about favorite wrestlers, favorite entrance music, favorite really anything to do with wrestling. 
we're also going to be doing pay-per-view reviews, as he just said, of yeah. just randomly picked or randomly suggested pay-per-views to just watch and review for you guys. Um, and we're going to have some, like, fun little games we might play later. Like, hopefully we yeah. get to them. Um, but thank you guys so, so much for listening to our first episode. Our first episode will be out next week at the same time. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Bye.